0: Stuff I Learned Yesterday, episode number 316, Friday Flashback. Howdy, y'all, and welcome to Stuff I Learned Yesterday. I'm Daryl Darnell. Today, I'm making my trade show debut as a vendor with my podcast consulting and production company down in Texas for Podcast Movement 2015, and I believe that if you aren't learning, you aren't living. In today's episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, we've got another Friday flashback with one of the most popular episodes of Stuff I Learned Yesterday. Well, happy Friday. I emphasized the y'all in the intro because I'm in Texas today. You know, it's not like we don't use y'all, like it's going out of style here in Oklahoma, but I can play it up a little bit, right? Why not? Well, hey, I've got a fun fact for you on this Friday. And today is Uncommon Instrument Awareness Day. Uncommon Instrument Awareness Day. I didn't know there was such a day for this, but I'm kind of glad there is. It's a pretty cool holiday. So the instrument that I'm going to share with you today is not totally obscure, but it's an instrument that I bet most of you will not hear today unless you hear it from me. So the instrument is called the sitar. And it's a guitar sort of like instrument that's very popular in traditional Indian music and Hindi culture. And it has either 18, 19, or 20 strings. It's crazy. I love watching people play this instrument because you can't play this instrument and not have just a tremendous amount of skill. Now, Ravi Shankar popularized this instrument, at least for us Westerners, uh, back in the 1950s and 60s. And one of my favorite current sitar players is a lady named Becky Gebhardt from the folk band Raining Jane. And I love Raining Jane. Well, here's a clip of Becky playing this sitar, and she's accompanied by her bandmate from Raining Jane. And this is percussionist Mona Tevacoli. And Mona is also playing another slightly less known drum called a cajon. So here they are. We'll be right back. back. How cool is that? They rock. I love Raining Jane, and I could listen to them play probably all day. They do some great stuff with Jason Mraz, too. So if you've never heard of Raining Jane, go check them out. I think you'll be really pleased. There you go. That is Mona playing the cajon and Becky playing the sitar. And there you go. So if you have a interesting – so if you know of an uncommon instrument – Share it with your friends today because today, Uncommon Instrument Awareness Day. All right. Well, today is also the Friday flashback. And, of course, as you know, I'm down in Texas today for Podcast Movement. So, we're taking a look back at a popular episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday. So, next week, we'll be back with the Friday Forum. The mailbag is still empty, and you are still invited to be a part of it. So, you can be a part of it by sending in the stuff that you have learned over to 304- Eight three seven two two seven eight. That's the Golden Spiral Media voice feedback line. So you can leave a message or head over to com slash feedback where you can typey typey out a contribution, upload a pre recorded audio file, or use the speak widget. Your choice. It doesn't matter whichever one you prefer and be a part of next week's Friday Forum. All right, well, are you ready for today's Friday Flashback? Today's Friday Flashback, we're going all the way back to episode number 29 of Stuff I Learned Yesterday. It's entitled, Stop Worrying What Other People Think, and this one originally aired on April 24th, 2014. Here it is. Now, here's what I learned yesterday. Boy, time sure flies, doesn't it? It's hard for me to believe that 20 years have gone by since I graduated high school. I've mentioned before that I graduated from the thriving metropolis, if you use the word metropolis in the loosest way possible, of Wellston, Oklahoma in 1994. I moved to Wellston before I went into the fourth grade. It was an odd adjustment for me. I had previously gone to school in a much larger school district, and the class structure was quite a bit different. Of course, like any new kid at a school, I knew no one and had no friends. I don't know what it was that brought us together, but I soon became friends with a kid named James, and we were pretty much best buds from then on out. Now, we were a small class. I can't find my senior yearbook at the moment, but I think my graduating class was around 36 kids. My wife finds it hard to imagine what my high school experience was like. She graduated with a group of over 450. The thought of a school with that many people freaks me out a bit. Since we were such a small class and a small school, everybody knew everybody else. Just about everyone got along with each other, even if we didn't really hang out. I pretty much always struggled with trying to fit in or dealing with the fact that I felt like I didn't fit in. I never really felt like I wasn't liked, just that I was an oddball. I wasn't athletic at all. Hanging around the jocks was really not fun for me. If I was going to get picked on by a group, it was usually them. The band geeks were nice, but I wasn't in the high school band, so I didn't really hang out with them much either. I don't know why, but I was never interested in the party scene. In a small town, that's pretty much all there is to do on a Friday or Saturday night. So, as I said before, I just felt out of place. I was a geek, but that was before geeks were cool. Geeks are cool now, right? They're like, they're like bow ties. Bow ties are cool. Okay, back to the podcast. There was a kid in my class named Roy. Roy seemed to be liked by everyone. Even back in fourth grade, I can remember two things about Roy that I thought were odd. Roy liked the rock band KISS. And he also liked the Boston Celtics. I'm not sure why I thought these things were odd. For example, the Celtics have always been popular. They won three championships in the 80s, including our fourth grade year. I do remember that Roy would get teased about them from time to time, but it didn't seem to bother him at all. He liked Kiss, and he liked the Celtics, and he still does, by the way, and he was proud of it no matter what anyone else thought. I admired Roy for that. Roy and I actually hung out fairly often in junior high because we were both in band. He played the saxophone, and I, of course, played the sexiest instrument on the planet, the baritone. We actually performed at contests together and almost always received the highest marks possible. Roy was also pretty athletic, but at some point I think he stopped doing the sports thing. He wasn't interested in it, I guess. I do know that he and a few other guys formed a band roy played the drums he was fantastic at playing the drums i should say that he is fantastic at playing the drums he now drums for a rock band named london's dungeon roy got along with the jocks and the geeks and all those in between as far as i ever noticed even when i was around a group and i was getting teased roy never joined them i definitely noticed that one day when we were seniors and we were talking about performing on stage He said that he thought I would be an awesome rock singer. I have no idea why he said it. Up to that point, I had never sung in front of anyone, especially not him. But it was one of the coolest things that had been said to me, and I've never forgotten it. He probably has. It seems that Roy had something figured out that it would take me a long time to discover. It wasn't until about five years ago that I finally had the courage to stop caring about what other people thought about the way I dress... The car I drive, the way I comb my hair, or what my hobbies are, anything else like that. I didn't break out of my shell overnight, and I'm probably not completely there, but I've come a long way. One of my favorite things is my car. People either love it or hate it. My wife hates it. It's a 1984 Toyota Celica GT. It's a goldish brown color on the outside. The inside is brown and tweed The whole car just screams of the 80s. When I bought it five years ago, it had 24,000 original miles. Now it has 81,000 miles, and I've loved putting every one of them on the car. I don't drive it as much now that I work from home, but I still get a lot of compliments on it. A few weeks ago, a guy followed me into a grocery store so he could ask me about the car. Last week, a car hop exclaimed her love for the car. My wife drives a 2000 Honda Civic. Guess how often someone comments on her car. So here's what I learned. We spend way too much time caring about what other people think. Now, I'm not talking about being polite, putting the needs of others first, maintaining good hygiene, or things like that. I mean that when we make decisions based on what other people may think or say about us, we do ourselves a disservice. Don't be afraid to be you. If that means that you're like everyone else, that's great. But if it doesn't, that's great too. Oh, and by the way, when I was at my 15-year class reunion, one of the popular kids told me that they weren't surprised by the way that my life has turned out. Apparently, when I was in high school, they thought I was the one that seemed to always have it together. Now it just seems silly that I spent all that energy trying to fit in and worrying about what they thought about me. I'm Darrell Arnell. And this has been Stuff I Learned Yesterday. To subscribe to Stuff I Learned Yesterday, visit goldenspiralmedia.com slash subscribe. If you've enjoyed this episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I would be grateful if you'd leave a review in iTunes or Stitcher.